0: Are now, are now listening, listening, to listening to The War, War, Report. The War Report, Wednesday, Wednesday Night, Night, Night War, War. Room. Room, with your host, host
1: c It's your boy, walk Walker. I got my
2: boys with me.
0: Mike Mike
2: Get your weight up, strength and conditioning, development.
0: Ice Jones. Stop thinking with your emotions and watch the tape. And be real.
2: Which is not normal
0: for me. It's taking something out of me. Are you ready? Because we are now locked locked and loaded loaded for the Wednesday Wednesday Night War Room.
1: Let's go! Guys, let's go ahead and discuss this because we got lots to talk about with basketball. But I want to kind of frame this around moving forward with our QB room. And the reason why we're in this situation is because... Our three-year starter, or who has the guy who has started three games for us in the past three seasons, is now heading to Oregon. Uh, Bo Nix. Uh, it was announced that Bo Nix will be committing and trying to win the job at at Oregon. All signs point to that being a likely possibility. And for me, I wish him well. I, I don't. I, I, we're getting to a point to where we're starting to stop talking about him because he's no longer at Auburn and he no longer plays into the picture moving forward for Auburn. I hope he does well. Uh, you know, Whatever his goals are, I know he wants to put some things on film. Uh, he's in a conference uh, where the defense isn't quite as tough as it is in the SEC. Um, he's not going to be playing in a, a tough division as the West division in the SEC. So hopefully he's able to build on his development this year, he did improve uh in a lot of areas. So maybe he takes that and build upon that. It's also interesting to see how he looks coming off of that injury. Um, if that limits him in terms of his mobility. But I wish him well. And he can move forward, Auburn can move forward, and we can worry about what who we have currently in our QB room. I'll leave it at that. Uh Ike, I know you're really at the point where you're you don't have a lot of words to say. Uh, so if you got anything here. Not about that. I mean,
3: what I will say is I'm looking forward to the QB competition in the spring. Um, I think that, um, you know, I was having a, a conversation with someone on Instagram um, about the talent level of the QB room. I don't, I don't know that I agree with the statement that we even know what the talent level of the QB room is right now. Um, The sample size that we've seen is much too small for me to make any real evaluations. We've seen some of TJ and I think that this bowl game will be something that will be a little more uh, for us to be able to evaluate in that regard. Um, Do I think TJ is a a Heisman caliber quarterback at this point? Absolutely not. Um, Do I think he's talented enough for us to win football games? I 100% do believe that he's got the arm talent. Um, We just got to see some better calling of plays around him because um, there's just situations that we put him in that he was not going to be able to be successful, specifically speaking of South Carolina, um, him being hurt in the, uh, the Iron Bowl. Just we're not good situations for us to be able to make real evaluations of whether or not he can win football games. Um, but Demetrius Davis, we haven't seen him play um, on the collegiate level yet. So to make assumptions about him, I think it's way too premature there. Holden Garner hasn't stepped foot on the college campus yet. So we don't know what we have in him yet. Um, so the, the 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 thirst for people to go after uh, some sort of transfer quarterback with that being backed up with the thought process that, oh, we don't have the talent or we don't have the ability to play well with who we have in our room. I just don't know how you know that. Um, so I'll just say that I'm, I'm interested to see where we go with the quarterback position and what sort of things now under new offensive coordinator Austin Davis slash Brian Harson slash Keesaw. Like I don't know what the whole play calling uh situation is gonna be with that. Um, what direction we go offensively is gonna be interesting as well.
1: Mike G, your thoughts, man.
2: Yeah. I'm I'm ready to get behind the guys we got here. So so we're done. We're pretty much done with that conversation. The, the 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 conversation that Isaac is referencing, though, he's being nice. It was a mind. It is a mind-numbingly idiotic conversation to have about the talent level of a bunch of guys that we just have not seen. Right? right. We have the winningest Texas high school quarterback ever. In our QB room, and people are saying we don't have enough talent in our QB room, right? Based on him not being able to beat out a two-year incumbent at the time. What? <laughs> They're not even doing that at Blue Blood programs. Yeah. Nobody's starting, no program is. No program with a pipeline of quarterbacks is starting true freshman quarterbacks. They're just not doing that. Every once in a while, you have a guy who come, comes in and he's really transcendent, right? But... The risk, but they—it's not because they need a quarterback. It's really because that dude just superseded all. Right, like I can think of a couple of maybe examples, like Trevor Lawrence. Didn't he? Didn't he win it but as he a true freshman?
3: He didn't even start that season mm-hmm. as the Kelly you know, Yeah, Kelly Brown was the starter the
0: first few games. Yeah,
3: yeah, right. Yeah. Kelly, Kelly Bryant, was, so. the,
0: was the starter that year,
2: but. It, they would have been fine rolling with Bryant. <laughs> I can't stress that enough. Trevor Lawrence was transcendent, but their team would have been okay with Kelly Bryant. Yeah, so it really I was agree. just about playing the best guy, right? Like, And so that's the conversation I want to have moving forward about the guys that we have. I think we have tons of talent in our QB room. Now, uh, uh, the other guy who was in com- competition for the job got here in the summer. So I'm not really sure how you're evaluating his ability to be able to win the job without the same amount of time to prepare. Right? And then we threw him in here willy-nilly to try to get us to a pole game. You know, and every time he was called on, it was because things were falling apart. So this offseason is a good chance for them to reset, get back in here. Look, the guys, we have a lot of talent in our QB room right now. Holden Guerriner coming in looks crazy talented. He does. I'm excited about watching him compete. Do I think he'll win the starting job this year? I hope not. And the reason I hope not is is because that means we're in the same position we were in 2019, expecting a true freshman to come in and be the savior of Auburn football. (laughs) I don't want to see that. That's not a winning formula. None of the other programs are doing that. So, unless, like, unless he's just this transcendent yeah, unle- player. Yeah, unless he's unless Once in a generation Better type, be ten and two. player. Better be 10 and 2 if that's the route you're going.
1: Otherwise, but that's
2: highly unlikely. <laughs> yeah, very unlikely. Like, so <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm excited about the guys that we have in this room uh, because yeah. we have honestly just not seen very much of them. So I'm not saying they're going to be great. I'm just excited to see what they are. So all these Auburn fans keep this, you know, I want to see everybody get behind the guys that we have and not get down on them before we've seen them play for real. We, we got a new quarter. We have a, we had a first year head coach. We have an OC that we just fired. We got a new one coming in. Let's reset. Let's give these guys a good reset button. Let's give Auburn football's offense the reset. <laughs> and, um, Let's get some enthusiasm behind this spring, man. I think it's going to be a fun spring to see who wins the job. If the coaches decide to go out and get somebody in the portal, so be it, right? If he wins the job, I hope, again, it's the same. I feel like if you start a true freshman, hope we right. go 10-2 and two minimum. Right. If you let a guy come in here and win the job over two guys who have been in your system for over a year.
3: Demetrius yeah, I mean, Davis will have had us According to springs. TJ, it's not going to be drastically different as far as the playbook is concerned. Correct. Um, it's just going to be who's calling the plays and the tempo or the pace is going to be a little bit different. So he should have a firm grasp. He Both well, he and Demetrius should have a firm grasp of what's expected from them uh, as far as the playbook. Um, so if Holden comes in and wins that job, then they— They, they, they didn't do their homework. Yeah, they, they, they were messing up.
2: Yeah, yeah. No I would say, I would feel confident under this coach saying that if a true freshman comes in and takes the job from you, it's probably because you don't, you didn't do your homework. You, right. you don't know what's expected of you.
1: Yep. And and, and, that's, he,
2: and that's consistent
1: with what Harson has talked about, even back at Boise when he was saying why you don't see some guys on the field because they're not doing what it takes
2: to get onto the field in the first place. Yeah, right. yeah, that's it, right? You know, so I'm excited about that. I think this is going to be fun to watch. Um, I think it's going to be great. Um, you know, we have something defensively to build on from last year. Mm. We have some continuity on that side of the ball. We got to hit the reset button, but our head coach is an offensive guy. <laughs> so we're not hitting the reset button completely. We may change concepts. Uh, QB tutelage might be a little different. We've got a guy who's worked with Russell Wilson. This is a lot to be excited about. And we have a QB in our QB room in the mold of Russell Wilson. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I'm just, I don't see the gloom and doom that a lot of people see at quarterback. (laughs) Don't see it. I'm
1: going to grab some super chats here before I get to you, B, for your thoughts Chris Lester, appreciate you. I'm not sure if he was trying to chat something to us, but we appreciate the super chat. Nonetheless, also, Steve Valentine says, what's good, War Rapport family? I think we need to stick with our current QBs on deck and let Davis build them. Yeah, man. Recruit in O-line. Hey, facts and facts. I agree with uh, both of those statements. And thank you again for that super chat. On, on that note, B, I think, I Mike, you and I may have said this at some point, but I, I remember B saying something to this to this effect, that I'm seeing people who are just down on Finley. Like, they're going straight to Demetrius Davis, and that's fine. I mean, Dave, I want to see what Davis can do as well. But something you said that stuck out to me is that even those who were really supportive of Bo it took Bo four or five games for the light to come on in this new system Mm. right Finley has only played three three full or he will have played three full games to end this season right? right he came in towards the end of Mississippi or he came in uh starting South Carolina Iron Bowl bowl game so it's going to take time for him to get his legs up under him and figure out how he fits in this offense. And again, you got a new offensive coordinator. Harson knows what he's got in Finley, but it's going to take them time to mold the offense to what he can do. So with that being said, in your opinion, should we give Finley a fair shot before we just discard him as, as cause I mean, I've been hearing things like he's, he's a bum. I've been, I've been hearing some wild hot takes from Auburn fans. Just, just listening. How would you approach this situation with Finley uh, going into the bowl game? And, 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 and what are your hopes for him? Uh, it's, I mean, Finley's got to get the bowl game reps is number one. He's got
0: to get the starting you know spot for the, for this bowl game. And I think it's the best case scenario for both him and for the team. Because, again, I think we touched on this a little last show, but nobody's going to be in your way. You're not going to be behind anybody. You're going to work with these wide receivers. Um, You are going to get—this is the best chance—this is the most fair shot you are going to get at this job. Georgia State was a concoction of circumstances in in a moment. And— I. Even though at the time Mike and I were more prisoners of the moment than Ike was, Ike was like, "I don't think necessarily he needs to start LSU." Yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we
2: we we were like, "You
0: done,
1: son?" Yeah, nah. He
3: he he did. He hadn't again because he hasn't shown me anything to make me feel that way. Right? Like it's not. Yeah. Right. Fair. But that's but but I I'm holding but that's the thing I'm holding judgment on any of this because I need to see something to judge right like the, that the sample size is way too small yo what's up this your man ike jones with the war Report, and you've been listening to the war Report wednesday night war room if you want to get in on the conversation early catch us as we broadcast this show live on wednesday nights at 9 p.m eastern 8 p.m central on youtube make sure you check out our other content while you're there facts and all the weekend tailgate our player interview series building rapport are going strong all right
0: enough of that let's get back to the show But anyway, continue. But yeah, so this is the best case for him. Like, here you go. You're going to get a two and a half to three weeks of practice to just play the best game you have ever played. The guy who is making the chief decisions about whether or not your career as a starter continues is the guy who is custom game planning for you. Based on what he knows about you and a year of intel about the team and and all the surrounding parts that we have, this is the most fair evaluation TJ will ever get. Ever. Ever. Because as soon as we hit spring, now it's wide open again. Now you got Harson's first chosen uh, QB recruit. You got a guy who's been sitting on the bench behind you, breathing down your neck. And it's you. And now you're back in a a fight that you might not necessarily want to be in. And being in that fight in the QB room might be the best for all of us. But even though these guys want to compete, I don't think they want to be thrown back into the mix of fighting for your life Every spring, and if players really wanted that, the transfer portal wouldn't be so packed. All right? Right. So, the choice about who you go with it as QB, I was thinking about it earlier. It's a lot like taking a fork in the road because it's not an easy switch. Because once you go one direction with a QB, he's the guy getting the reps. He's the guy, you're kind of developing your playbook according to what he can and can't do well. And if you take go too far down that road and you want to switch, you can't just go back the other way. I can't go back to the point where I, I turn left and like, no, I want to turn right now. I don't like the way that went. Well, it's not that simple. You are very much steering your entire vehicle, this entire program, or the offense at least, in the direction of the guy who's at the helm. And if that guy is, has different skill sets, has different strengths and weaknesses, the next guy who gets in that driver's seat, he's going to be screwed because now he's supposed to write the ship, but you're already four hours out of the way. So how are you going to get back to where you need to get to on time? You can't. And then he looks bad if he can't turn it around. And now everybody's judging him on he got the wrong directions in the first place. He shouldn't even be driving. Y'all are yelling at him. He got the wrong directions. Why are we mad at him? It's very difficult to put somebody in there after the fact. So the challenge is really in the spring. And I... This is something I don't know because I don't coach I don't coach QBs, all right? I've never played QB, all right? I understand many things about football, but one thing I don't understand is exactly what are the paces they put people through in the spring to determine who should or should not get that first crack at a starting job. I don't know that. If they get that wrong, then they take us four hours out of the way. And all of the investment that you could have been making in a different player it's too late. Now you're trying to salvage the season. It's too late. We did that in 2015. Jeremy Johnson. We pretty much wasted four starts. Uh, we had a very embarrassing showing at LSU. I will never forget because that was also the game where I think Leonard from had Trey Matthews hanging off his shoulders and then threw him <laughs> off. And I will never forget that game. And then Jeremy Johnson had yeah, the, the ghost fumble and it was bad. And then uh, what's his name? Uh, Lashley on the sideline threw the gloves down and said, no, it's not the gloves. What are you doing? It was hard, man. It was hard being a fan that year. That's why we went to Sean White. But we had gotten out of the way. Now, I asked that question, what would that have looked like if we had gone to Sean White sooner? Would we look better on offense? Maybe. But I you don't know. know that Jeremy Johnson yeah. isn't that guy until he got that shot. Yeah, It was the wrong guy. I think now you're that, way out of the way. Now you have yeah. forfeited a few games and we end up 6-6. Six and six. It's a hard decision to make. I don't know. How you make that decision, I don't know how Harson evaluates. I don't know how he prepares them to compete for that job. What is he telling them? Do you give them all the same playbook and say, hey, we're going to come out here for a scrimmage. I want you to run these set plays. Is it the exact same plays? And you judge the results? Or do you give no. them something specially tailored for them, put them in some different situations based on what their weaknesses are, and ask them to perform that and see how they perform there? I have no clue. Yeah, I can tell you. I'm sure everybody does it different. Yeah, I can tell you right. So he, here here
3: are the things that I see that are problematic for TJ, in my opinion. If we are to believe what the coach has said, and TJ has said himself about last season, he was preparing every game as if he were the starter, right? Mm-hmm. But then you come out and you don't play starter caliber football. That's mm-hmm. a problem for TJ, mm-hmm. right? You can't tell me but my preparation was as if I was the starter the whole time. It sounds really good in the press conference. It sounds really good on film when you see that, but then I need to see starter caliber football on Saturdays, right? And that's that's a problem TJ has to overcome because he hasn't instilled that confidence outside of a presser. Right? Your play is what is going to instill the confidence. Doesn't matter what anybody else thinks about that play up until this point. You have to prove it on the football field. Right. I don't know how you listen to him talking. you don't root for him, though. He sounds yeah. like the most—he uh, sounds well-spoken. He's got a great attitude. I love the attitude that he had on the sidelines when he wasn't playing. Right. I love the attitude he had on the sideline when he was playing. And even if he wasn't playing great, I don't ever feel as if T.J. Finley— felt a moment was too big for him, but he's got to play better on Saturdays. Now I get reps with the same guys that you're going to be throwing to and getting in the flow of the game. All of that stuff definitely is something that I think he deserves some time to be able to prove before we make a judgment on that. Um, But before you also assume that somebody else can do it better, right? But he's got to figure it out and put it together for four quarters um, of football. And and I haven't, again, I haven't seen him do it yet, so I don't know whether he can or cannot. Um, You know, in LSU, like, people act as if he never played good football at LSU. Mm -hmm. He did, right? Like, he had a game where he played better if we, I don't, anyway, I don't want to do comparisons. He had a good (laughs) game against South Carolina his freshman year at LSU, right? But he's really only had, what, six starts? Like, again, he's essentially still a freshman
2: quarterback. Yep. Yeah, I would just like to point out, knowing what we know about what was going on at LSU, every quarterback in that room gets a reprieve from me. That program was already falling apart, which culminated in this season where they fired their coach before the end of the season.
0: Right. The play was pretty good, though.
2: I mean, it was it it was so. it yeah. was all right. The, the starter got hurt, right? And they had yeah. dysfunction within their program, which undoubtedly affected every kid in that program because look what's happening. Now is a mass exodus. LSU was way down the recruiting list. Um, I mean, they were in decline. So, like, let's do what intelligent people do and write off what we saw about this kid at LSU. Because when he hit the transfer portal, a lot of uh, programs wanted him. A lot of programs. It wasn't like he just had one option. He had plenty of D1 options to go to. So he gets to Auburn. He misses the spring. He comes in for summer workouts, right? Uh, By game four, he has to come and rescue us from disaster, um, but, but you know, to Ike's point, if we're to believe that he was preparing as the starter, then some of the play that we did see was disappointing. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure that wasn't just coach speak. Have, it, it sounds like it. Yeah. yeah. It so I I don't know, like but yeah, what yeah. we what yeah. we know now is he's actually going to be getting those reps. Right. So. I, again i'm ready to hit the reset button on this on on him for the spring and i just hope that all these people who have already written him off if he wins the starting job hopefully you can find it in your orange and blue heart to cheer for auburn come game one
3: yeah and, and my other thing too uh, about the whole situation with him is that i don't know how the people who were so down on the offensive line are the same people who are just down on tj like did right. the, the offensive line start playing better, in
1: your opinion, when TJ got in there. Because I don't understand how you can. I have a theory about that. I want. I want to before you before we get to you, Mike. I want to. I want to get to these super chats real quick. JT Martin says, "I think the problem with Finley for fans is that he's just not exciting. I know it's wrong to judge him on that from the games he's played, but the De- day. And I think what you're alluding to is uh, Finley's mobility." Perhaps lack thereof as it Mm -hmm. compares to Bo and Demetrius Davis, which makes him a player that that defenses have to account for in terms of his ability to escape the pocket. Uh, Also, Chris Lester here says, I honestly feel our QB1 is already in an Auburn uniform. To go back to JT Martin's uh, point, I think, in my opinion, what fans, the reason why fans are kind of down on Finley is. To your point, Ike, about the offensive line, they feel like if if Finley isn't mobile behind our O line, he's doomed. And any signs of struggle almost it's almost kind of like a confirmation bias. If Finley gets out there and doesn't play as well, it confirms what they were already skeptical about in the beginning sure. with Finley. And so I think that has built momentum up to this point where people have kind of written him off mm-hmm. in that regard because you're assuming we need a mobile QB to account for our deficiencies up front. And so when Finley doesn't prove that theory wrong, yeah, people but are still, just kind of solidified. But they, it. but they blame that on TJ, though.
3: That's my problem. It's like sure. you blame TJ when the offensive line doesn't play well when he's in there, but when other quarterbacks are in there the offensive line is the reason the quarterback doesn't play well. I just of don't I, I, need, yeah. I need I need I sure, need continuity sure. in in the reason. <laughs> now, if you're saying I didn't want TJ to start because I don't think he's mobile enough, that's still a different argument. You see what I'm saying? Like you're not making yeah. the same argument. You're saying, see, he's not mobile enough behind that offensive line. We need a more mobile quarterback. Different argument than saying one person plays poorly because the offensive line is bad, and another person plays poorly because they're a bad quarterback behind
2: the same offensive line. Right. I just, like I said, you can't, you can't yeah. have it both ways. Yeah, at the end of the day, man, the bottom line is TJ's on this roster because the coaches wanted him on this roster. Yep. Uh, we have some guys who chose to stay, and uh, they have really not wavered through all this badness. Demetrius, yeah. there have been no ambiguous statements from TJ Finley or Demetrius Davis about whether they're staying or they're going, right. right? So once we choose a starting quarterback, the next job the coach has is to sell to the guy that did not win the job that he is this close, right? Um, because that's how you keep that guy on campus. You know, it's not the end of the world for Demetrius Davis if he doesn't win this job. Yeah. It's just not. It's another year for him to get prepared as if he were a starter, right? Get a little bit more physically ready, get a little bit more immersed in in this system and what Harson expects so that you are the undoubted front runner once TJ either kills it and leaves or doesn't kill it and passes it. Or God forbid an injury. Yeah. Right, which we never like to see. So, that, that's all. That's all. All where I'm at with this. Right, and then the kid coming in. I just hope he, uh, Garrenor. I just hope he's part of a pipeline of QBs who have time to absorb the system, get their bodies physically ready for SEC play, and then take over sometime around their third year.
3: Yeah. Right, because because so, we've we've seen you don't need two or three years for pro scouts to say, okay, this guy's ready. Listen, right. We, right. we we only saw a year of Mac Jones and he went pro. Right? If you if you're grooming <laughs> the quarterbacks, right? You know, you, you don't need a full, you don't need two or three years. You know, prove that the system works. That yeah. quarterback fits within the system. They can make the right reads, make the right throws. So, you know, D. Not winning the job this season doesn't mean that he can't have a stellar. Right. third year on Auburn's right. campus and go straight pro right after that, right? It doesn't be eligible any- that
2: year. It doesn't say anything about his negative potential that year either, which is what I right. want fans to get out of their head. Just because these two couldn't beat out the last guy doesn't mean that their talent ceiling is not right. higher. Right. Correct. Because right. if you if you ask most
3: players on that Bama team, Mac Jones was the better quarterback of the three yes. that went.
1: Between <laughs> and don't, don't
3: talk to those between, receivers. Between Hertz, Tua, yeah. Tua, and Mac, they would say Mac Jones Mac was the was better the quarterback. But he sat he, behind those other two was guys. He buried
1: behind those guys. Right. Yeah. So
3: it's yeah. not about who's the most— ta- maybe the guy's not ready, or maybe the guy who's there is playing well enough. Maybe they're— Equivalent in talent at that moment in time, but because the experience is there, you're going to go yeah. with the more experience. Like there's a I, lot I of hope, reasons other I than hope, talent.
2: I hope Devonte Smith buys Mac Jones a Tesla every Christmas <laughs> until the next in the next decade, because he won the Heisman in large part because of QB accuracy. He was deadly accurate. His ball placement was otherworldly. That's why he got into the first round of the draft. Right. Not the most physically gifted kid, no. but man, his ball placement. And then look where he has the Patriots as a rookie. <laughs> well, to be fair, look where the Patriots defense has him as a rookie. I'm, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, just just saying, like, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He could be bombing. A, he could be bombing. He's a rookie in the NFL. Good.
0: He is good. He is also yeah. playing for the best NFL head coach of all time who was right. a defensive coach who has a they defense took him, humming. They drafted they, him so they had to they know did. he was good. They did. The they best coach of all time
1: took him. He was decent. Anyway, I don't want to talk about Mac Jones no more. Two things can be him. true, guys. Two things yeah. can be true. We're The The only thing that's true right now is Wesley Hillson. What's up, man?
3: Trip, shout out to you. Yes, very excited that you get to bring him to the Birmingham Bowl. Very excited to come meet your son at that game as well, man. Definitely looking forward
1: to that. Yeah. Also, Chase Wood says, appreciate the uh, super chat. It's sad, but the backup QB is always is always the best player on the team. Maybe. I remember every Bama fan was screaming, put Tua in when Jayla was struggling. Turns out they were right. Usually they are not. Um, I, say, I say it depends on who your number two is. I, I yeah, just know who our number know, two man. was.
2: Jayla's having year. a pretty good pro career right now. So like <laughs> Tua's getting." Yeah. Better. Yeah. Dude, he anywhere.
3: can't stay healthy, though. Then that's yeah. always been the knock-on to us. Yeah. He can't stay healthy. Yeah. Anyway, I don't want to talk
1: about them no more. <laughs> Brian, appreciate this, man. Appreciate I'm sure that. if you're trying to say something to us, but appreciate <laughs> that super <laughs> chat. Also, Walt, good to see you in here, buddy. I think we can win with TJ, but he needs to work on his movement within the pocket and his
2: internal that's a fact. clock. Yeah. That's and one the- of those quarterback things that he can just work on. Forget yeah. system. Yeah. Right. Like the clock in your head, how you feel pressure, like there there are some things that he can just get better as a quarterback. That's what I'm looking for in this bowl game. And isn't
1: yeah. this pretty common with pocket QBs anyway?
2: Like they Especially tend to transition. They tend to, to a be a level.
1: little bit more comfortable, too comfortable almost in the pocket, right, at times. Yeah. And so I
3: think well, that's just, something I- so other people have say this in the chat he's got to speed up how quickly he's processing the information right, right like sure. it's not it's not high school anymore you don't have that because that guy's gonna close on you a lot faster than you think he is in the pocket all that sort of thing so you need to be able to make the pre-snap read that's necessary understand where you need to go with the ball and be decisive because you're not mobile so mm-hmm. you don't have as
2: much time as other people yeah. may have 2.5 yeah. seconds. That clock is about two point five seconds, and then he's got to get rid of the ball. Yeah. So, in a and sense,
1: that that is he is kind of like a freshman in that regard, to where he has to be able in to playing process time, it. Like
3: he's he hasn't played he hasn't
1: played a full season of football. Like that's this that's is, what I'm saying. He's he's, he's basically a freshman, a freshman in that quarterback.
3: God, like he hasn't even played a full season of football, and we're like, oh, he's awful. Like I just don't. I don't. We don't do that to any other freshman quarterbacks anywhere. Like everybody will say, Oh, well, he was a freshman and they expect poor play out of a freshman or they expect freshman mistakes out of a freshman, but somehow yeah. TJ just he ain't getting that. And I don't understand that. I don't I don't get that.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah. I get it. He's got he's got talent, man. He's got he's got dynamic arm talent. I'm, um, I'm just I hope we can see him use it a little bit in this ball game. Yeah. Control. Brian,
1: Brian uh, just you coming back I'd like to see TJ Finley play well enough to keep our next QB off the field until he's ready that's where well, I'm that, at that's, that speaks of pipeline that speaks of like having a QB in a succession to where next man up and he's ready is plug and play yeah. I agree Stuart Donald Merry Christmas to you Happy Holidays and War Merry Christmas no to Christ- everyone Merry
0: Christmas man